Hi everyone, Paul Channelstrip here. I just wanted to uh, remind you before listening to this to go listen to part one because it starts right where part one left off and you're not going to understand a fucking thing if you don't listen to that. So uh, go listen to part one if you haven't. And uh, thank you all so much for subscribing to Everybody Loves Communism and, uh, you know, enjoy the show. And that's that's where King Bolsonaro comes from, you know. Right. He 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 wasn't a torturer, but he was thought by by this kind of people. He 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 knew this kind of people, and that's very important because uh, we never yeah, he's had he's a not, few. He's not someone who's sympathetic. He was in the structure, right? Exactly, exactly. And and what what one needs to to understand is like we never gone through uh, what Argentina did because. Because the ones who, who controlled the end of the regime were the only, were, were the regime itself. Mm. In Argentina, mm. the, the, the Malvinas war, which is called by like a lot of imperialists, the Falklands war, mm. uh, mm. was a problem for uh, the military because like a lot of, of people were killed. The, the, com- the country gone like, going to the ground so everybody was against the military so they had this like huge military reform they imprisoned a lot of generals a lot of torturers and and they defunded the military mm. it's a very weak military in argentina because nice. they don't have and and, and 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 it's cultural also like in argentina when you say like when you when you go make a joke that like a, a person is dumb uh, you don't call them polish mm. like mm. You do. Uh, you call them military. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> How many? Yeah, it's 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 really so like the insults. The insults uh, are the, profession, uh, not even just profession based, but power. It turns of power relations, right? Exactly. Instead of being exactly, racial, exactly. ethnic, right? Actually, that's, that's, that's a better pretty, way to do it. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's cool. Exactly. Yeah, they, they 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 call them milicos de mierda. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. So uh, that happened in Argentina. In Chile, it was a bit different. They they just amend the constitution the constitution lately, but they 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 hold a lot of generals to power and and through to judgments. And Brazil, that never happened. Mm, wow. And that that that's a huge problem. And like the police structure in Brazil is also given by the military dictatorship. Like in Brazil, uh, there is a federal. Brazil is a very centered. Uh, uh, the, the federal government holds a lot of power in Brazil, mm-hmm. different than the United States. Right. Like, uh, the, 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 the federal government, like, runs most of the stuff. So you have, like, our FBI is under our Department of Justice, uh, which is called Federal Police, was created during the, the, the leadership. Mm-hmm. We have, like, a lot of, of highways, most of the highways in Brazil. We, we don't have, like, a lot of, a big of a rail system. We have, we have, like, highways, truckers, and cars. Mm-hmm. So most of the highways in Brazil are federal highways, and there's this federal highway police, mm-hmm. like highway patrolmen. Mm-hmm. So you, you have that. And they created that also, and they split uh, security. Uh, police is is managed on a state level. You don't have municipal police. You have state polices, 
and all follow the same structure. You have two police, it's split. Uh, there's the police who does the investigation, it's called civil police, and the police who does everything else, like the, what they call ostensive policing, like shooting people on the street, mm-hmm. uh, it's called military police mm-hmm. and follows the military order. And it is still formally, it's under the government of the state control, but it's also under the military control. Mm. They are called auxiliary forces Mm. of the armed forces in Brazil. So that's a legacy of dictatorship. That's a huge problem for us. Whereas like the police are like, although not, not described that way, but are basically like surrogates for the military, right? Exactly, exactly. There's surrogates for, for the military, and especially during the dictatorship, but they still are. Mm-hmm. So the, the dictatorship ended itself uh, on a down note. The, the worst recession in Brazil happened in the late, in the early 80s, uh, when military was still in power. Uh, but they couldn't let us like get it, get, get out of goods at first. So. Right. Uh, there was the strikes and shit like that. So the first civilian president was elected by the Congress. He wasn't elected by the, by the people, by direct vote, mm, you know. Mm. Uh, he was called Tancredo Neves, but he died before getting into office. Oh, wow. Wow. And his vice, yeah. And, and that, that's, that, that's when the beauty comes from in Brazil. Like he, he, he was from MDB. And by then, they were starting to get the new parties and the Workers' Party was was already created by then, which is a a history in itself, because Lula created this party not alone. A lot of people were organized with that. There are at least a couple of big, important trust organizations, uh, the Catholic Church, the workers. Uh, all came together and like workers from different like union leaders and union workers from different backgrounds, people f- from bank work to people from metal work, like all of, uh, and, and teachers unions got together, like everybody got I together. I mean, you had a true like and, cross, you had a true like cross profession and I'm assuming like cross racial, racial, right? Like working class, yeah. you know, movement, right? Yeah, it was really, really working. It was really working class. And it also got like the intellectual lefty middle class very like incensed by it. Like a lot of people from Socialist Party went there and like signed like people. We had like the Brazilian lefty Indiana Jones, <laughs> Apolonio de Carvalho, which is, yeah, he, 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 he fought on Spanish Civil War. He fought against the mm. dictatorship. He like, he, 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 I'll try to, to pitch that that for Lula to make a movie <laughs> and you had like all this this leftist people oh, can, I, can I ask a quick question signed petition. can I ask a quick question real quick right? too that, that sort of coalition too I meant to ask this later but why not ask it now you were talking about the tens of thousands of indigenous people under the dictatorship and before that right yeah. that were killed tortured what what how what role did indigenous people play in this like by kind of nascent burgeoning after the fall of dictatorship workers movement what role what None. role did they play especially with Lula concerning Lula None. None, no, none. Indigenous people in Brazil. Indigenous people in Brazil uh, has a very complicated story. Brazil has one of the biggest genocides with U.S. of its indigenous people uh, because they were killed like very early in the colonization. Mm-hmm. So there is not like a big. That's why 
uh, 12,000 of uh, Brazilian killed by the dictatorship is like a very huge number because it was not like a lot of indigenous people by then. Mm -hmm. And they were very under, very coerced and they were very, very just struggle to be alive, you know, by them. Uh, the, 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 the regime tried to have like this highway that will go from one side to the other side of Amazon jungle called Transamazonica, Transamazon highway. Mm. And that like brought more diseases. And we had like a lot of, of, of shit going on with rubber, uh, natural rubber harvesting also in the, in the jungle. So. By then, the indigenous people in Brazil couldn't be very well organized. They, they, after the end of the regime, they started to have better organizations, and now they, they, they really are a force mm-hmm. uh, in Brazilian left. But by then, they were like really under like heavy stress, and they're, 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 it was a, it's a very bad picture uh, for them at, at that time. When when uh, when Workers Party started. Uh, the land struggle was also not because before the coup, uh, there was this, this, uh, peasant leagues that they killed a lot of people from the peasant leagues that were like really in the struggle for, for reform, for, uh, we call it agricultural reform, but land reform mm-hmm. in Brazil. And during the 20 years of, 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 uh, the regime, they couldn't advance as much. The, the, the peasants, uh, movement, the MST in Brazil, uh, just came to be in, in the eighties after the workers party was already, uh, going on. And then they were absorbed. So there, there is a lot of like people getting into the political life and they found the workers party the best way for them because mm-hmm. there's one thing about workers party which is like really really interesting because since it was formed by different smaller political trotskyist parties and union and, and different unions that were not aligned to any international uh, leftist movement and mm-hmm. shit like that they crossed like they they needed to have an organization that represent themselves. So uh the workers' party have like real look real uh different parties in itself. Mm-hmm. You have like what we call currents, but like you have like uh the major the majority one which Lula is affiliated, but you have like like this real very staunchy socialist then you have like the smaller church like uh affiliated to the Lambertist Fourth International that like uh are also there. There are a lot of different um uh, ideologies going on mm-hmm. within the party and they struggle democratically between themselves mm-hmm. into the party. Mm-hmm. So that that's very important. Right. Uh and, and 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 workers party also observed a lot of people who who are communists and and got against the regime mm. uh some of of their leaders it's like a big tent uh, organization right yeah 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 I, 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 but in the form of united and disciplined party mm. you know it's a disciplined party people like really vote with the party mm-hmm. it's very disciplined and people are people have like real proud to, to say that themselves are pechistas are are within the mm-hmm. workers party mm-hmm. uh and there are a lot of sympathy for the party itself also mm-hmm. so lula lula was his leader of this big party 
So we elected the Congress elected this guy from MDB, but like to to have the elections to end the regime, uh, Arena, a part of, of Arena was the, the 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 party that supported the regime. Uh, Arena got this problem, the, and uh, there was this fraction, the Front Liberal fraction, uh, that got out of Arena and could vote to, to because the, the 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 military dictatorship wanted to have one of them yeah. as the first civilian. Uh, president. Mm-hmm. So they got, they got it, they, they, they fractured and they got themselves into MDB and they managed to put like, oh, so the, the president will be like an, an, an old, uh, left, left, lefty, mm. na- opposition leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the vice presidents will come from our camp. So this guy that was from Arena, that was from the regime. Uh, was the vice president and the president died before getting mm-hmm. to office. So our mm-hmm. vice president was the guy who, who entered, who got through the regime. It's called Jose Sardé, uh, uh, what we call in Brazil, Colo, which is a guy who owns a lot of huge swaths of, of land and controlled a lot of people and how they, they would vote. So I, we had like this president for five years. And then by then we had like this huge inflation problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and from mid eighties until mid, almost mid nineties, inflation in Brazil was one of the biggest of the world. Like we couldn't, you couldn't like, uh, uh, remember the, the name of the money you're using mm-hmm. because wow. we had like through a lot of different plans. So the, it was Cruzado, Cruzeiro, Cruzado Novo. Just cycling through any, like the, any sort of a, a solvent currency. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And then in 1989, Lula ran for office. And that's the most important thing. Uh, in 1986, we had like assembly to write a new constitution of Brazil. Mm. And the 88 constitution of Brazil is one of the most progressive constitutions in the world. It didn't mm. reform police. It didn't reform a lot of stuff. The judiciary system that we need to do, just, we needed just to reform in Brazil. Right. But it gave like a lot of different powers. Uh, we gave a lot of power to indigenous people. Mm. Now they, they, they have their own land. We, we, we finally gave the land for them, like yeah. officially. Mm. And there's a process for, for indigenous people to claim more land. So we're going mm. through the, this process, uh, still going through this process in Brazil. Uh, like it's we have to the like, constitution, a process of land back, basically, right? Exactly. We're, we're going through this process still for granting their land back for a lot of indigenous people in Brazil. Wow. We, uh, we had like, we have one of the most advanced electoral systems in the world and it, it, it go, it comes through this constitution. Uh, and then we'll later talk about the elections and how it works in Brazil. And we got like this, th- there's this, this, this thing that like, if, if you thought about it in the United States, you'd be very crazed about it. So any land, which means also house, houses, any, any land, needs to to fulfill its social uh its social how how do I say its social destination hmm. it needs to, to 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 be worked you can have like because they already have you can have you can't have 
like huge swaths of land and not be planning anything, not, not be producing anything on that. Oh, and you can like, uh, by law, you can like leave the, leave a house for a long time without a tenant, without using the house because oh, okay. it was against, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people that do, doesn't do that. There are a lot of landowners, a lot, a lot of, of landlords who doesn't do that, but that empowers movements just like the landless movements and the, the houseless movements in Brazil. Hmm. So, uh, here in Sao Paulo, I live like, Next, one side of my of my my apartment, two buildings away, there's this 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 former hotel that was retrofitted for giving for people who invaded it mm. and occupied it. Oh wow! Who squatted from it and and it was retrofitted and now they live there. It's a very nice place, and like one block away, you have like these huge huge uh, apartments that they're trying to get their ownership, but they're squatting there. And there's a very nice place where you can go and like eat. And they have like a lot of nice activities, which is like a very, uh, we call it, we call it occupations. So here in Sao Paulo, it's very important. And people will, will, will go through like places that, that is owned by the, the, the government or is in derelict shape for a long time and use that and stays there until government gave them the grant government will pay something for the owner mm. and give them the right because that's a constitutional right in brazil and right. that's where the landless movement comes from they go to land that's not being used in the country and claim that they'll be theirs and the owner will try to kill them then they try to fight back and shit like that mm -hmm. and then after that government will come buy the land from them and give it to the people and mm. that's that's in our constitution in Brazil. If you ever want to get an amendment, try that. Mm. That's that makes a huge difference. Really huge basically, difference. Basically all land has to be for productive purposes. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. You, you you can like you need to 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 have like parts of the land that's forest. You can like right. have you can produce like honey on a wild space, you know, you can like uh, produce uh, uh, some nuts in a wild space. You can do a lot of different things. You don't. You don't need to plant soybeans. Yeah, so, right. You know, like, but every land needs to be productive. Even houses. You can like just like get this house until the the price goes up, and then you sell it by like a lot of money. No, you, the house needs to be occupied. Right. So you're against the law if you're not doing that. And then the cities can like manage to raise the, 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 the taxes for, for buildings that are now used because right. that's in our constitution. Mm -hmm. Uh, and Lula participated in, in the constitution, wrote the constitution and it was the only time he was, he was a congressman writing the constitution and he didn't, he, he didn't sign like the real one, the real paper, he, he's listed it as a constitutional congressman because the Workers' Party thought the, the constitution was too weak mm. on helping the people. You have a right to strike in Brazil. A judge will come up and 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 will say that if the, the strike is legal or not legal, mm. you have like really a right to strike written in law in Brazil. Yeah. And that's... 
all of that makes a huge difference, especially in making us uh, making the left of Brazil more powerful. Yeah, because right. you get you get economic rights, right? Like we've talked about this a lot on the show, but like in liberal bourgeois democracy, you're afforded these political rights, but in places like the United States, which in which it's been and a little bit more perfected, right? Um, this kind of perfect dictatorship, if you will, that we were talking about earlier. Uh, yeah. You don't have any economic rights, right? So, like, you know, what, what what rights? What do rights mean or matter if you don't have the right to form a union, right, in your workplace? If you don't have democratic exactly. rights in your workplace, so exactly, exactly. You, in Brazil, all the unions, it's very difficult to form a union in Brazil. But on the other hand, like every professional has a union. Mm. And for a long time, it was mandatory for you to be affiliated with your union and mm. pay union dues. Hell yeah. You know, yeah. they just throw out, they, they threw, they threw it out after Duma's impeachment. Mm. They're trying to get it back. I hope they get it back mm. because, uh, that, that makes the, the unions way more powerful. Mm. It's yeah. mandatory. It's, it, it, it goes on your paycheck. Mm. You know, you have your paycheck and, 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 and the discounts like, uh, uh, this, the, this, this taxes of, you know the, the 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 taxes. This goes for for pension for your future pension, and this goes for your union. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's it's. So, uh, so let's, go go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Amar. Oh, I mean, just like no. I want to no, no. make sure that uh, let's try to now talk about like so you know how Lula came into power, and then the period from then to. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, so uh, so Lula to, Lula to tried Lula tried tried to be president in eighty nine. And then came Collor, which was like a very Burgess type, uh, and was bad. And in 94, he had like this real chance, but he was thrown out because there was this guy who ended the inflation problem in Brazil, Fernando Henrique. Uh, Fernando Henrique got reelected. He, he bought the, 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 the amendment for his reelection with like, TVs for congressmen. This is a very crazy story. Uh, and he was reelected in 98, but then Brazil came into a new huge recession, uh, from 98 to 2002. Mm -hmm. And our interest rates went to 45% then. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, it's like we never, uh, the, the guy who, who put the, the interest rates in, in 45% uh, supported Lula this year. <laughs> wow. Uh, this year right now. Yeah, yeah. The, the Lula, this this year's election was like really crazy. And Lula was elected in 2002 because like everything was like really bad uh, by then. Like Brazil was like very poor. Nobody had any perspective. Like people who went to college with me uh, couldn't get any job. Mm. And wow. like... Uh, I came. I I I I I I, I entered in, in college because Brazil has public college, like real public mm -hmm. college, where you don't pay anything. I went into college. The people who were like were, were finishing college that year, like all of them, like had bad like careers. Mm -hmm. And myself, I ended like in the, in the end by the end of the first term of Lula and like, oh, that was great because there was like a real market. You could choose the 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 the, the job you wanted, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Lula, Lula was like so Lula came and Lula was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there was a corruption scandal uh in 2004 that Lula people are uh, this guy wanted to have control of the post office, but 
Lula wouldn't get into him, so he said out ah, to the media that Lula were paying, and maybe he was. Didn't, yeah, did any of this, the workers' party as far, as far as as far as like we know, I guess like you know uh, uh, anybody who wasn't directly involved. Like, was there any? Because this is something that I've seen online before with the elections. I mean, the United States media, you were asking us earlier about how the U.S. media or people here see it. And the U.S. media, Jorge, you saw this shit too, right before the election. Mm -hmm. It would say shit like, um, candidate um, Lula dogged by years of corruption, uh, poised to win. You know, and it always throw in like the corruption (laughs) element. So how much of that was like actually like true as far as we know? Okay, okay. Uh, uh, if any listener, any Brazilian listener, or Workers Party affiliated, just tap your ears now because <laughs> I'll say some things. I'll say some things that will you will try to crucify me by then. Like we had this problem, like uh, a lot of troubles in Brazil. Th- there are troubles that come from uh, our past with slavery. Mm. There are troubles that come more with our past with like uh, land ownership and there are troubles that come with our past of dictatorship. That's a dictatorship one. So Brazil want, wanted to be a multi-party country mm-hmm. because we couldn't have, it was very bad being a bipartisan country for yeah, us. Yeah, we, we know. As Americans, we know. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it, yeah, yeah. That's a problem. And that's why, why I think Bolsonaro won't go so far as Trump will go because he doesn't have a Republican Party on to cling to. Mm, you know? That's a really good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, that, that, that That's important. So, <laughs> what happened is uh, you, we have like 30 parties, at, at least 30 parties, more than that. Jesus, like with insane. congressional representation, like at least 25, more than 25, I think. So uh, leftist one, a bit of leftist one. Workers' Party is the big left one. Uh, a, a bit of right conservative. Now there's more right conservative, but like they, they weren't, they, they were formed now. So they come from this background. And very neoliberal parties, which call themselves social democratic, but they're like the, the name of the of the party in Brazil doesn't mean a shit. You yeah, know, yeah. You, you, uh, Bolsonaro was elected by the social liberal party. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. And now it he's in the liberal doesn't party. Mean doesn't mean it shit. Doesn't mean shit no. Yeah, yeah. One of, oh, the, the 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 progressive party was the, was like the biggest Bolsonaro. The most time he was in office as a, a House member, House representative, he wasn't the progressive party. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So we have this fractured Congress, and you need to you, you need to deal with them because you could you couldn't get a vote. Yeah. You can you can get anything voted with only your side of the aisle, with only your party and your immediate. Uh, 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 you mediate allies, you know, like, oh, we are a left government, but we need to go with the big center, like this, this parties, we've have a lot of mayors, we've have a lot of, of power with governments. So they have these big parties and they go with the wind, like, yeah, what's going on right now? Like, everybody's throwing Bolsonaro under the bus when Lula was elected. Mm-hmm. Every one of them is throwing uh, Bolsonaro under the bus. Right. Just like they threw Lula under the bus. Uh, so, and you need to deal with that. And there are ways and ways to do with that. The first way that they thought 
with Lula because Fernando Henrique already did that. And Collor didn't do, did a bit of that, but he was impeached because he didn't so much of that. The first thing is that like, Give him money. You bribe him. Yeah, you, you get know? the you get the big money bag with the dollar sign yeah. on it, and you put it down in front of their and desk. That's, and that's the main thing. That's the cheapest way to do that. Mm, okay. For the country, mm. that's the main thing. So there's these accusations of corruption that, that he was buying the vote to pass uh, progressive reforms with this kind of guys. And then a lot of PT workers party leaderships, uh, got like prosecuted by it. And that, that happened in 2004 and 2006. Lula was, uh, he was reelected besides that because like the economy was nice and people were like, Oh, that's, that's crazy. And like he did like a lot of progressive stuff. He, he bought, he, he, he brought like electricity for a lot of homes in Brazil that the, there was like millions and millions of families, like really millions. I'm not talking about like thousands mm-hmm. of right. uh, hundreds of thousands. I'm talking about millions of families that didn't have electricity, uh, just got electricity after Lula. Uh, there are a lot of, of, uh, water that was brought for the regions who suffered drought. That was, there was, there's was concerning cisterns, uh, cisterns, but where people, water from the, the, the mm-hmm. rain will come to, to these reservoirs. And this happened and in the 2000s, he, the, right? Yeah, in the 2000s. And he, he did Bolsa Familia, which right. is like the biggest and more important, one of the more, and, and it's Bolsa Familia. The main thing is that it's not just like give people money. Uh, you have to have your children on school hmm. to receive your money. The money was always, uh, gave in the name of the women of the family mm-hmm. because that's important because uh, uh, if the guys get the money right they'll run off they'll drink that, it yeah, you know yeah. really run off or, or, or gamble it you yeah. know it's always on, on on the women so women had more power of that mm-hmm. also that was like very important like like the, the, that's A very smart reform yeah and that was very important in in in, in having the best ways and give give giving people money instead of food Helping people like to buy like a refrigerator, mm-hmm. you know, like people right. are talking. Oh, that the right wing by them are talking. Yeah, people are buying refrigerators with the money that should go for food. I'm like, if they have food, let them buy fucking I mean, refrigerators. So you help industry it, working in thing. Brazil. It's the same. I mean, it's this real quick. It's the, it's, it's the same thing you see here when you know Republicans on Fox News talk about welfare, and you know, like, oh. Uh, people are buying uh, these products with welfare, which actually in the United States, there are things that you cannot buy, right? If you right. are getting welfare checks for food, which is, I mean, incredibly fucked up, right? Like you're telling me you can't buy like what, like lobster or some shit like that? You know, you can't treat yourself to something. You yeah. know what I mean? I fucking, fucking <laughs> buy whatever you want because because that helps the economy exactly. to go on. Welfare is, not, welfare is not about, that's the main thing. We need more material anal- analysis on the left. Hell yeah. Right. The main, the main thing is like, uh, welfare is not just not letting, not letting, not letting people starve. It's about, uh, letting people thrive, uh, thrive mm-hmm. and the economy yeah. going around because people won't pull themselves by the bootstraps, yeah. you know, yeah. right. They need somewhere to, to start. Mm. So, and, and Bolsa Familia, at, like here in Brazil, uh, uh, it helped like, because the kids going to school in Brazil, we 
uh, meals are free in schools. Yeah, we don't even have that. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't have. Yeah, <laughs> you have kids have to pay for school lunches here. Exactly. That 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 that, that uh, it's very fucking crazy for me that people that, that kids pay for for. I mean, for, kids, for meals kids here, kids here think, have school lunch debt. Too. Like they're in debt for not fucking right. paying. Yeah, like it's insane. yeah. When 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 I when when I heard school the the, the, the phrase school lunch debt, <laughs> I was like. Oh shit! That's a third word country. No, we're it really, about. it really is. It really is. Yeah. Okay. Very, so, very uh, so the people, so the kids were fed because they were going to school. We had our literacy uh, numbers going like way up. Lula opening a lot of public universities, a lot right. of public technical schools for people to work on industry or work on services, and like it, it was like, oh, I miss so much the time, and. Second, and Lula was reelected with because the economy was good, and he ran for the, his second term against his now vice president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy who's now his vice president ran against him in two thousand and six, uh-huh. and Lula in, and in and and that's where where the story came to to what we're going through in two thousand and I think two thousand and eight Lula. Uh, managed to get the Olympics in Rio. Mm. Managed to get the World Cup in Brazil. I remember that. They were like we we're like yeah, and then we found something called we called a uh, pre-salt, pre-salt oil, which is oil that is on Brazil shore that is under this like huge sweats of salt, and that was not discovered. It was discovered by him, by by Petrobras by then. And then Brazil came into being, started to be one of the biggest oil countries in the world. We're in the top right. 10 uh, oil producers in the world right now. Uh, and, and George Bush was great because he did a mess with us. He was like, have, wrecking havoc in Middle East. And he was not like, and we had like a lot of partners around, around us. Mm-hmm. All over South America. Now, that was the time of BRICS, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. and there was BRICS, and that, and time of UNASUL. UNASUL is very important mm. for us because it got together Bolivia and Venezuela and, and Argentina, right. and even Paraguay had a, a, a leftist yeah, government that Paulo was Forum. overthrown by a coup by then. Pedro Lugo, who was a priest, mm-hmm. Pedro Lugo, and Paraguay can maybe have a left government next year. Uh, we'll paint the whole continent red. That's right. In, Hope so. In a couple of years, the right. whole continent will be red. That's right. You know, yeah. we'll have what, what we call Ursao in Brazil, which uh, Republica, uh, uh, United Communist Republic of South, of, of South America. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. So, 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 go ahead, George. So, when we got this, mm-hmm. This, this this money this, this this huge sweats of oil. Lula, uh, most of the leadership, the the, the 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 old guard of leadership of the Workers Party mm-hmm. was tainted by the corruption scandals. Right. So Lula needed to have a new name that wasn't tainted, so he could like throw his support right. on them and 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 managed to to keep the workers party in power right so he choose he chose dilma right. dilma is not a person 
uh, a political person. Right. She was the the manager of all the shit that Lula did. Mm. Uh, we called civil house. Right. She was a bureaucrat, uh, in other words. Not only because bureaucrat ha- is a bit tainted word, right. also, you know, right. because bureaucrat is something who doesn't do the work. Someone who doesn't do the work, she right. did the, the whole work. No, no, sure. Everything worked because of her. She she was very tough. Like nobody like no no none of the politicians liked it to to work with her because she was very tough because she wanted things done. Mm. It's not like we're not in the public administration where you cross your arms and just and do frown, a bit of yeah. work. You and, actually do shit here. Yeah, no, no, no. Everybody will work just like you will be like a corporation. Yeah. You know, you work, you work, work, work. So. Public servants were working a lot back then, but everything was changing. And he chose Dilma. He chose Dilma. And Dilma came by his force. And Dilma had a plan, which is a nice plan, but you need to understand if everybody else will follow you. Right. And the plan was like, yeah, let's not uh, transform oil on a curse in Brazil. You know, the oil curse. Right. We need to get the money and develop Brazil with that right. money, mm-hmm. right? So what Dilma did was like, so Brazil became like the hotspot for investments, especially because in 2008, we found the oil and there was the crash, you know? Right. And Brazil didn't manage to, to go through the crash because instead of Brazil uh, uh, tightening the belt, as they say, instead of Brazil doing neoliberal reforms, uh, Lula just got more debt and put money into the system, and Brazil uh, had a eight percent, almost ten percent growth mm, wow. in two thousand and nine. Wow! Everybody was like, "Oh shit!" And there was that, like this called commodity boom, and right. soybeans, meats, and oil went up. Mm. So Dilma, Dilma thought like, "Yeah, so we get this money." We create this sovereign fund like Norway mm. and with a lot of stuff, we will, we will manage to, to, to do a lot of things we need to have in Brazil. So we have plenty of jobs. So we had like the lowest job, uh, jobless rate in the history of Brazil with her. But that was like, um, and a deal they done with the bourgeoisie. Mm, right. Because, okay, we, we, so, uh, when you hire an employee, you had to pay some taxes on their salary, you know, mm-hmm. on their, on their wages. Right. So we'll cut their, the, 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 the tax because we'll pay that with oil money. And besides it, with that of the oil we'll have in the future, because that oil meant that Brazil have like this huge reserve. So we can lend money to Brazil with like way less interest rates, mm-hmm. you know, and we got this. We, we stop it to lend money from, from outside Brazil and to into Brazil. Mm-hmm. So, uh, from, from our, our own bankers, you know? Right. So, uh, and that, that was very important. And they created reserves that are still big, uh, reserve, uh, dollar reserves. They, they did a lot of stuff, but Brazil was running on this oil money on this, uh, and future oil money. Mm. Like oil was the guarantee that Brazil would keep growing. Right. So they were lending and lending and lending. In, but 
Obama had a different plan for Brazil, mm. right? Obama, I hate Obama. Me too. Sorry for you to hear that, but no, I hate too. Obama. Because, Us too. <laughs> because Obama, no, 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 no. I'm talking with the listener. Mm. I don't know if the listener has some sympathy for Obama, but like I hate Obama. Because Obama and Hillary Clinton, I fucking hate Hillary Clinton. Uh, they they had this this double-pronged strategy. One was Operation Car Wash that mm. everybody talks about. Mm. The corruption scandals, that workers' party, uh, bribed uh, companies, and uh, uh, the companies did, like money here and there. Mm. And they bought stuff that they shouldn't bought, and there was kickbacks for an operation car wash. An operation car wash is relevant for both why Dilma left power, but then also Bolsonaro and also Lula, right? Yeah, exactly for everything. But that's not the only thing because that's when I say you need materialists, Mm. right? Thought on it because car wash was like. Yeah, they're st- they're stealing money, but when you you add up, you add up because they say, oh, there there's like huge invented uh, uh, numbers about it." Like Bolsonaro uh, threw out like nine hundred billions of reais, which means like uh, two hundred billion of dollars mm. were, were 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 the debt of Petrobras. After that, uh, <laughs> there is this. One of the, the craziest number I've ever read in I've ever read in Brazilian media was like the, the car wash went through fourteen billion fourteen three fourteen trillion of reais. What? Uh, yeah, because they add up like everything they every money and if it counted double that they looked into, they mm. counted like, ah, we analyzed that and they use that as like a buzzword, mm. you know? Like, you see this contract, there's no problem in this contract. Okay, this contract is of nine, $90 million, there's no problem with that, but we looked into $90 million. So we went through and, 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 and investigated 40 trillion bucks, you mm. know? <laughs> I was like, Come on, it's like 10 years of Brazil GDP going right, on. Come right. on. Yeah. So there was, it, it was very important into uh, having a discourse against corruption. It was very important into having a way to imprison people because like, oh yeah, what, what, what was, what, what Lula did? Lula, uh, Workers' Party uh, put some people in different uh, places that managed to get grab some money mm-hmm. to from different parties, not from the workers' mm-hmm. party, mm-hmm. to grab some money and they filled their pockets and and helped Lula and Juma going on with their progressive uh, stuff, and also uh, got the Brazilian companies, construction companies elsewhere in the continent and work like you have. Uh, subways in Caracas because of Brazilian companies. Mm. Oh, uh, wow. You have a part, a part in Mar, in, in what's the name? I, I would say Maripol, but it's not Maripol. It's a part uh, in Cuba that was constructed with Brazilian money. Mm. You have so you you have like a lot of, of work around the world. Brazil was like extending tentacles, and right. the guys 
who had this operation around the I everybody says that and I would say that we've thought about they're CIA assets, mm-hmm. you know. They're really CIA assets. They I, they they have worse English than mine and they have Harvard degrees, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. how do you get a fucking Harvard degree? You can't speak yeah. your right. way through a cop yeah. pulling out you on the street. Yeah. You know, you, you you can you can ask for like a a, 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 a couple of beers on on a, on a bar, and you have a Harvard degree. Yeah. Come on, yeah. right? You know, and their their CA assets, they 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 did like everything with help of American uh, state uh, department, and because. Uh, if you remember, NSA were, were, were gathering information mm-hmm. about Dilma and Brazilian government. And right. it, it just gave it to them after the Snowden in 2000, the Snowden affair in 2012. Mm-hmm. It got out. And then after that, the car wash operation started. Mm-hmm. So they right. had all of this. But on the other prong was like very Hillary Clinton led is the fracking stuff. Because Brazil was like uh, having its way on uh, $120, $120 a barrel of oil, right? Mm-hmm. That's what, what we're talking about by that. And, but U.S., the fracking U.S. companies were making it, uh, making it shale oil by $40 a barrel. Mm-hmm. And Hillary, not just only in U.S., Hillary got like her briefcase with fracking technology and threw it all around the world. Wow. Went to Bulgaria, went to Romania, went to Australia, went to Canada and said, oh, we have this technology. Use that. Use that. Right. It will be very cheap. And, and, and I, put a lot of money in, in American fracking companies also. Right, right. On behalf of right? business interests. Exactly, exactly. So, and, and, and Obama had the best excuse. Oh, we're... Doing, we're having this wars because of oil, so we need to produce our own oil. We won't go to war. We won't wreck the. the but what happened? Who who are the biggest targets? Targets of that? Because and, and then it was forty bucks and one hundred and twenty bucks, and then this very shady, very oppressive, very anti-Christian, mm. like. Like really, they prosecute Christian people. Uh, Middle East country called right. Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. magically said, not on not on a meeting with OPEC, just said on their own behalf, we're dropping prices from 120. It was like 20, 2014. We're dropping the prices from 120 bucks a barrel to 40. To less than wow. 40 bucks a barrel because once you broke the Americans, mm-hmm. the Americans wouldn't be broken. Yeah, right. Th- that's the main thing. And like, come on, man, Saudis and Americans. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Saudis are fighting Americans. They're doing America's job there. Yeah. Right. And who, who, who was harmed by it? Iran, Venezuela, mm-hmm. Russia. Mm-hmm. That's why Putting, because that's what happened in Russia. Anytime you have a crisis, you try to have a war, mm. you know? But in Russia, is that trauma zone, uh, uh, Adam Curtis trauma zone just proves it. Yeah. That's happened in Chechnya. And mm-hmm. So Russia, and that's why Russia invaded Crimea and, mm-hmm. and started all the shit on Ukraine because he, 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 he 
in 2014, he would go, he would get out of the government if he didn't through the war because the, it was like a huge shock on Russia's economy in 2014 mm -hmm. that, and Brazil. And Brazil was the, suffered the most, like Venezuela suffered a lot also. And that's why we have like this derelict Venezuela that we know, mm -hmm. that we know today, not only because of the, 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 the criminal sanctions that U.S. throw on them, right. but because of the, the, the oil shock of 2014. Right. And like the Brazilian economy just went down. When the economy went down, Zilma needed to be reelected in 2014. So she artificially managed to, to, to get the economy still good. Mm -hmm. And then when, when she was reelected by like a small margin, not as small as, as the one of 2002, but a small margin, then the economy like wrecked mm -hmm. wow. Brazil. And when, yeah, and, and it was like a really wreck because we went like from the highest skies that we, we it was like, first one needs, needs to know that the World Cup in 2014 was very traumatic for Brazilians. Right, right. It was not like something a bit, a bit traumatic. No, it was yeah. like very traumatic. In 1950, Brazil lost the final of the World Cup in Maracanã Stadium by two to one from Uruguay. And we're like, we're not even champions of the world by then. Right. And then we brought back, we're on this huge adrenaline, like, yeah, we have another World Cup in Brazil and now we'll be champions. We'll be champions six times of the World Cup, you right. know? And we had this guy, Neymar. Right. It's, it's a bread. I hate him. <laughs> But like, we have this guy, Neymar. And we'll get, we'll, we'll get everything and it will be in Brazil. So it'll be a huge celebration. Right. And then we got like, Destroyed. we got the worst, worst of the ones by the Germans. It was seven to one. Right. It was not like, I remember uh, that. Fucking seven to one. And everybody was depressed by that. Mm. And the economy was already like, mm, maybe we'll falter because In the same month, right. the, 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 the price has dropped. So it was like, and Dilma managed to be reelected. And in, in Lula, when Lula got out of, of the government, he had a cancer, he had a throat cancer. Right. And, uh, and he, 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 he chose to kind of retire. He wanted to get in the global stage, mm -hmm. do some, some speeches and, And do and going anywhere else. He was aiming for, for UN. Mm, right. He wanted to be like secretary of UN mm. later. So he was like, I, I'm retired of Brazilian politics. So he was, was a messy. Zilma managed to get reelected and the economy went down. And then when the economy went down, uh, Zilma got all new, now liberal and like started to cut, cut stuff. And like everything got bad in bad. So we went from uh, an employment rate of 4% to 12% mm. in a couple wow. of years. It was like, it was very traumatic at mm -hmm. getting with, with the, with also the seven to one. We always say seven to one. Every day is a different seven to one in Brazil. Wow. Uh, we use that expression because that was very traumatic also. So, With all the trauma in Brazil, we get it. We got into the trauma zone. And the main explanation the media offered is that Brazil, Brazil's economy got bad because of corruption. Mm. And that's the main line. Right. Like 
the money that you don't have now was stolen from you by the workers party. Mm. And then people had support for the coup. Mm. Like people started to support the coup because they thought that people stole your money. It's not right. that you had money and your and the bank broke. Because that was the thing we didn't manage really well the bank, so mm-hmm. mm, <laughs> you don't have you don't have so much right. money. No, it's just not. There's no no no. The bank stole the money no. from you. It right. was not like a mismanagement. It was not sold out for people as mismanagement, but as money being stolen. So they tried to because when you say that like oh people stole money from you, you need to show them what they did with the money, yeah. what 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 the money was. And, and they couldn't find that. Mm. So what they found about Lula was like, because it was not stolen money. It was right. like burnt money. Mm. The money. The money was burnt, mm. you know? So they tried to, on the corruption cases about Lula, Lula didn't, didn't have any money on his pocket. So he, they tried to like, oh, he has this apartment on the beach in Sao Paulo. And he didn't have, like he tried to buy a, an apartment, right, yeah. but he didn't buy the apartment. He didn't bought it. He didn't buy the apartment. So uh, they said, no, there's this apartment, this apartment from Lula, and it comes from your money. And that's why you're poor again, because he, he bought an apartment. Right. Or, or he, he bought like this land like near Sao Paulo where this have this lake and have this 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 canoe with his with with one of his grandson's name on it yeah. and that's his and and and, it, and it's not his also right. you know and, and this is why lula it, was sent to jail right this and like another of, of a lot of different stuff mm. and they were like forcing stuff there. and they were like doing one thing that is not constitutionally uh relevant but uh for a time in brazil but Dilma body but brought that into law and that was a problem because we didn't, uh, uh, we didn't have like collaboration, mm-hmm. uh, criminal collaboration in Brazil. Like shit that, that, that FBI does in, in US is prohibited by law in Brazil. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Like, you can like make someone commit crimes or even yourself commit a crime and to sink someone into a, I doing that crime, you know? It's not allowed. Yeah. And we, we didn't have like real collaboration stuff. Because that's that's a real problem that happens in Japan, that happens in U.S. Like you threw somebody in jail, or right. like mild charges, and keeps them like locked up for like ten years, and like of course they'll collaborate, you know, and right. try to get like, catch the bigger fish. So they threw like like big uh, business owners in Brazil on jail and said to them, "Yeah, what do you know about the corruption in your company?" and uh, the corruption Brazilian government said, oh, yeah, I have this, this. No, no, we want Lula. Mm. Why do you have on Lula? And nobody had anything on Lula. Right. And they started to use like, uh, like, um, uh, un, unbased claims that people just said that wasn't, uh, didn't have any, any document mm. or anything to corroborate that and put it like to the public opinion, like, ah, oh, Lula received like 50,000 bucks from me one day and like, wow, do you, but you don't, you have anything? No, you don't have. And they tried to like do that all the time, all the time. All the time. So they got, and then because of the, of the, uh, and because of some mis- mismanagement of politics by Zuma, uh, Zuma suffered the coup because we call that the coup in Brazil 
because the base of the impeachment of Zuma was not like uh, we had this economic problem mm. in Brazil because it right. can like overthrow a government because the economy is bad. Uh, she didn't follow the fiscal responsibility rules. Mm. But it's like everybody does the same thing, you know. The U.S. government does this. And the same law that was used to throw her out was later amended and recanted. Mm -hmm. We don't have that law anymore. And they said that was called a fiscal peddling, just like uh, uh, saying that the money that was on this year will pay next year. Like, like just a, like, like a debt ceiling. Yeah, it's just like that. And everybody did it. A lot of governors does that mm. with their, with their money. A lot of uh, everybody, Bolsonaro is doing that like right now in Brazil, right. like really in this moment. So, so, you the, know? so the charges were just basically on something that everyone, like it's not legal, but everyone basically does anyway. It's like kind of like the pseudo thing, but exactly, really exactly, like exactly. It was, it was very, very filmsy and it was like a very corrupt Congress. And she lost political support because everybody was angry with angry with her because of the economic problems. Right. There was the, the main thing is that we we weren't as bad as we were in 2002, but the fall we were very good in 2014. So we 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 in 2016 we were not as bad as we were before Workers Party came into power, mm. but we were it was very bad. On a couple of years difference. So right. everybody was like traumatized by it. Right. So they got really a lot of support on um, getting Zuma uh, out of office. It's not like, oh, people didn't support. It's, there are two, two things. A lot of people were supporting and people who would support Zuma to stay in office uh, seemed powerless because you were like, yeah, what I have good to talk about. Like, yeah, of course, Workers Party did a lot of stuff, but like, we were in a bad shape right now, you know. Mm. I, 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 I was unemployed by then. I was like working as, as a freelance and it was like very bad in our household, uh, by then. And I was like, yeah, I, I got in the streets, everybody, but I, I, I couldn't convince my other unemployed friends who are left leaning, like, yeah, let's fight for this. They were like, no, I can't fight. And like poorer people than me were like, that has way less incentives to do that. Mm. I, I can't organize. I, I need to find work. I need to, to find some way to generate some money. I, I can't organize. I can't stop my time right. to organize a resistance. So we were very powerless by that right. in, in our field. So they threw a cup. His, her vice president was from MDB, uh, the, the, the party, the, the, the opposition party of mm. the, the dictatorship. Uh, mm. Help with that. Uh, the the Supreme Court got along with that. Everybody was like, it was a concert of people, and it, uh, a lot of, of things in constitution was pulled over. Uh, that's something you, you we need to go into detail. I won't go into detail, but they went through a lot of problems in the constitution just to get rid of her. So that's why it's called a constitutional coup in Brazil, right? Uh, at least a, a week. Uh, and after that, so she was, uh, she was thrown out and then became, and then came Tamer. And that's the main thing. And that's when Bolsonaro came. Right. Because what happened is that. Yeah. So everyone listening, so, we, there's all really important context to understand where the hell did this antichrist yeah, come from? This yeah. But, but that's the main thing. Like Brazil is a conservative country. Uh, 
we don't have like much of abortion rights in Brazil. For mm-hmm. me, it's, it's it's one of the the, the biggest shames of, of of Brazil is that like uh, we we can't advance in abortion rights in Brazil. Uh, at least we're not like getting back like it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like we cannot advance, yeah. and, and we don't have like the, the, like in US like shit is bad. But you can cross state lines and and find an abortion elsewhere. You can like get into that. You don't have that option in Brazil, you know. Right. You can be prosecuted anywhere you do, and it means like poor girls who are the suffer suffer the most because they don't have money to spend to 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 throw out on a big like like uh, illegal clinic who can do the procedure. So it's it 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 it's very sad. Uh, we had like a lot of different progressive stuff written into law by the Supreme Court, like gay marriage. Uh, uh, I know gay marriage is like old, but like that, mm-hmm. yeah. that was what we're talking about, mm-hmm. like same sex marriage, but like the word then was gay marriage and other progressive stuff was written into law by the Supreme Court, which was pro- is kind of progressive too. And we had like, we had like this, Huge mess the Workers Party did that they tried to to have like this better law on drugs in 2006, and they decriminalized, kind of decriminalized the use of drugs, but didn't write in the law how much drugs is using drugs and how much drugs is dealing drugs. It was. It got worse for dealers. Uh, it's an, uh, You you can have like bail if you're if you're called a, a drug dealer, but the judge is the one who decides if you're a drug dealer mm, yeah. or not. You know. So a lot of people were thrown in prison. In prison, Brazil now because of fucking workers' party has the third biggest uh, uh, carceral population in the world, incarcerated wow. population in the world. Uh, the third biggest women incarcerated population in the mm. world also uh brazil the, the, the carceral problem is a huge problem in brazil we can talk about it another another time because uh that's something that needs not to only to be addressed but it explains a lot of troubles that we're having right now right but like not getting to the kind of detail so we are a conservative country but the main thing is that when when the coup, when the impeachment was thrown out, it, it had the back of the democratic establishment in the U.S. Mm-hmm. It had the back of Obama and Hillary Clinton. Right. They did the job and they put their people in Brazil on charge. Mm-hmm. So uh, this guy, José Serra, which was the guy who Lula, when Lula and Dilma beat, beaten, had beaten on the on, on elections, uh, he was he he came into power after Dilma was impeached as uh, foreign relations minister, as head of the Department of State, mm. and he he had this interview just before Trump election. It, it was like oh, it's impossible for Hillary not to be elected. Mm. So they 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 put all the money. They, 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 the the main thing the deal was uh, we'll we'll have this coup, we'll we'll get rid of the Workers Party. Because they, you did this for us. So later, we're expecting like a huge sweat of investment when mm. Hillary is elected. Mm. Right. 
and then we'll have like a booming economy again and we'll be in power forever right that's the the the, the, the not so conservative right wing in brazil right what they did and then trump was elected and then the money never came right. so the, we never we never recouped from the crisis we're still in crisis mode like we're not getting worse but it was just worse yeah. you right. know than before so the guys threw the coup and the money never came because trump was elected and trump served two things first is an example like yeah let's have a crazy dude president that's good if the americans are doing that let's do that also mm-hmm. and the other one is like no i won't send you any money to brazil you dealt with like hillary or obama i don't i don't have anything to do with that mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there was expecting like the coup was like in in mid in the mid of of the impeachment was in the mid of 2016. There were right. there, and the Americans just like promised them like just wait Hillary just wait Hillary and like yeah you have we have like American companies buying Petrobras and have American companies like pouring dollars on Brazil you know and and we fix your economy mm. and that never came. Mm. So that was a problem for the Brazilian right. The Brazilian, uh, the Brazilian old right, as I would say. So the main thing is not that Bolsonaro just represented like the conservative side of side of Brazilian. He represent he, he represented an, an an alternative for a lot of people mm. because that was that, that was the discourse. Like uh, Bolsonaro was like somebody who people watched on on TV shows like Geraldo or or I'm old <laughs> Geraldo or, or Ricky Lake. Yeah. You know, he went there to talk shit and be bashed by people, saying, "Ah, oh well, yeah." And where that, that's where most of a lot of clips of Bolsonaro being uh, uh, homophobic and being racist come sexist, from this kind yeah. of stuff that he did, sexist. Yeah. A lot of stuff comes from he. He tried to be this clown. So and it seems like it kind of it kind of seems because I remember when he got elected, <clears throat> people were calling him the Trump of the tropics. You know, so it seems like kind of like how this very and I like how you said not necessarily conservative, but I guess the word you just used was alt right, which I mean is conservative, but it's like this faux yeah. populist and mostly sensational. And I mean, I don't know how else to put it, right? Because Trump. It's not that Trump it's is like just fascist. a variety garden conservative. It's that he's funny. People think he's funny. People think he's theatrical. And he's populist in a way where, you know, we were talking about earlier, um, making yourself seem as if you're one of them, you know? Right. And I did, did Bols- yeah, Bolsonaro exactly. seems to have done that really, really well, despite the fact that he's not like the common Brazilian at all, right? Yeah, exactly. No, he's a mafioso guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a mafioso, he's really a mafioso guy. Exactly. Guy. Exactly. He's really a mafioso guy. I like, like, like the main thing is like Bolsonaro talking about crime. So Bolsonaro, uh, he was thrown out of the army because he wanted to plant bombs in Rio de Janeiro as a terrorist act to make uh, right rise his wage and, and 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 the wages of of his colleagues in, in the military oh, jesus christ he was thrown out of the military yeah in the 80s yeah for the brazilian military, military during a, a dictatorship for the brazilian military to throw, you out, just, yeah, to throw you out is, you have to be really fucking evil for that yeah he, he, he wanted to do no they hated plan. him there 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 there's this 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 there's this always used quote that 
by one of the last generals, presidents of Brazil, on, on, of the shape, the dictatorship that called him the dirty ass. <laughs> Uh, wow. really dirty ass bunda suja in Portuguese. <laughs> and, and then he, he, he went to, and then he found his real call that was like, I want to be, uh, a represent, a representative for the army people. So he was not in the army. So he could like, uh, get, get through that. So he went to the, 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 the barracks and he was in the front of the barracks making his campaign like more money for soldiers, more money for the military in Brazil. And that was his main base that got him elected. But and, and like is, in Rio, this is, I'm just commenting to like for all the context that you gave us for all of the coups and the coup attempts and the soft coups and the hard coups and the years of lead and the dictatorship people, because it seems that neoliberalism at least with Dilma's sort of liberal sort of the 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 reform well not reforms in a positive way right but um austerity right like I always like to say neoliberalism neoliberalism is like the gateway to fascism really right because after all of this history you would think that Brazilians who are alive who could remember this would be like no fuck no we don't want a military you know dude to come back in and creep back in the dictatorship but no they said actually no this is what we want though god man Brazil is the, 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 doesn't have like this long term memory, you know. Yeah, we don't either. Like, I guess people... that's why America and Brazil are very similar. <laughs> we don't have a long term memory either, man. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, the austerity was really bad. So Bolsonaro got like his 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 place. Uh, if I say deputy, uh, is is it means House of Representatives because we call them deputies in Brazil. So mm. if I mismatched the translations mm. because of that. So Bolsonaro was elected deputy for the House of Representatives, the Federal House of Representatives, and he clinged to power since then and bought his sons into. But in Rio de Janeiro, you had this problem with drug dealers who owned the, won the hillsides and shit like that. Right, famously and so. then you started to have this movement on the part of police that they were forming their own paramilitary forces. Mm. Uh, we call them militias mm. in Rio. Mm. Bolsonaro is heavily involved with the militias because they gave they gave him a lot of money and a lot of votes. So can I can mm. I know I keep interjecting, but I, I want him to just keep making kind of parallels with the United States. I mean, we don't have a direct parallel, but this the closest you could think is like Trump during a debate, basically right. giving the okay to the Proud Boys. Except we're literally talking about not just vocal support. But financial support and material support in terms of basically being like the boot jack, the like boot jack thugs or the brown shirts or the black shirts. Right. Right. Of, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But but our brown shirts are really dangerous. Our brown shirts are yeah. real. Police, I was wearing you know? polos and like, you know, they, they're, yeah. they're they're a little bit scary now, but mostly funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, they're a little bit scary. They're not, they're not that funny. They're kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. For, for a time it was funny, but. <laughs> yeah, that you didn't start point. It's like, wait, I cannot go outside my house anymore. No, uh, yeah, but uh, F, so Bolsonaro has a lot of involvement with that kind of stuff, and Dilma had her trouble with the military because, and the military uh, helped overthrow Dilma because Dilma uh, as an ex-guerrilla and uh, people, a person who was tortured, uh, 
right. he tried to institute a truth commission in Brazil. We really, most of the, 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 the information that, that we have by now of the, the military dictatorship fr comes from this commission. Mm. And she tried to pursue some of the, the tortures and shit. Mm. Right. She didn't manage, but they got like very angry with her because of that. Like really angry. And right. then they, they reinstated their support for Bolsonaro. They said, okay, we have this. So let's go with him. Like, yeah, whatever. If, if I remember correctly, like, uh, during the impeachment of Dilma, like Jair Bolsonaro, when he gave his vote in favor of impeaching, I remember. Yeah, he, 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 he gave like an, it's like, this is an honor of the person who, like, says the name and is the person who tortured Dilma. Yeah. Carlos Brilhante Ustra. Just, this, guy. <laughs> this guy was known for putting rats in women's vaginas during oh, the dictatorship. Christ, dude. It's not like yeah, no, he, he was not like he, he he there's this 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 old torture chamber here in Sao Paulo, and he brought his family to live close to the in, in the same barracks. Mm. And he, he he brought his family to live there so he he couldn't pass so long with their family and he was torturing people and just coming for dinner. Later, yeah. Just like, know. just getting off, like of, in the same place, yeah, getting off of work. Yeah, man. Jesus Christ, man. No, he, he he's, he, he's a nightmarish stuff story of him. And well, all, all that is part on in the name of anti-communism, you know? Mm -hmm. So Brazil. And so they supported Bolsonaro also. And like for a long time, the the, the landowners in Brazil uh, were very envious of their losing of power. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't have that much power as they thought they they should have because they have like a lot of money, but they don't don't have a lot of power because they don't have a lot of votes because there are not so much people in the country. Mm -hmm. People are mostly in urban areas in Brazil, so uh, they were very like we want our fair share of shit. So that's what the coalition that comes around Bolsonaro. And besides that, there's this very scary mongering because uh, Brazil is a huge Catholic country, but we call uh, the not the non-Catholic Christians uh, evangelicals in Brazil. Mm, right. Because the Protestant people were not like, there, there weren't huge numbers until mm -hmm. the 80s. So the, the old right. Protestant uh, uh, denominations are not so much huge in Brazil. Like the Lutherans mm -hmm. are only like German uh, immigrants that came to Brazil. Presbyterians, not so much people also. Mm -hmm. But we have like a huge neo-Pentecostal, that's the, the right way to say it, word, neo-Pentecostal churches mm -hmm. in Brazil who who managed to go to the, the poorest parts of our country and have people because right. the 90s was very violent in Brazil. So they're talking about not having your son killed we, and the state wasn't there. So people needed community and the evangelical faith in Brazil is growing every time. Every Isn't time, Bolsonaro's every time. wife an evangelical? Yeah, she's she's evangelical. Bolsonaro was <laughs> Bolsonaro was baptized by some evangelical, like mockingly baptized, was baptized on the River Jordan oh in Israel oh, wow. by 
evangelical priest. Jesus Christ, that is power. that is such a just an evangelical priest in Israel. That's just such a fucking t- no, no. He's a Brazilian evangelical oh, priest. Okay, okay, goes yeah, yeah, to Israel. Goes to, to, Jesus to, Christ, to, man. To, to, it's just such a fucked a lot up. Of I mean, it that. makes sense, though, man. Yeah. It seemed like they all get along. They would all get along, right? Uh, ideologically speaking, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, and that's the main thing about eschatology, uh, the, the evangelical eschatology with Israel right. uh, being the bringer of Armageddon yes. and shit like that. Exactly. So, uh, and Brazil is like a very until now, Brazil, until Bolsonaro, Brazil is like one of the biggest supporters of the of the Palestinian cause in the world. Right, right, mm. right, like, right. Always has been like really the left. Like I, I know Palestinian people here in Brazil. Like we we really love Palestinians in Brazil. We we we're really in favor of Palestinians. Uh, there are gangs that call themselves like Hezbollah. There are gangs wow. that call the call their turf like. Uh, Gaza Street, oh, you know, <laughs> like really, really, really. So that, that I, I have like, uh, have like this, this, this hip hop line that like we are representatives of Brazil, of the Fatah, the FARC, and the Hamas. <laughs> you know, is that international like, like, solidarity? Like, like right? International solidarity, but like from a because they're they're criminal. Uh, I leftist ideology in Brazil yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, like, right. let, let's reserve it for a different time yeah, where, yeah. when you could talk about yeah. it. So, Bolsonaro was elected by like people didn't want the Workers' Party because Workers' Party got Brazil in a mess and right. Brazil was, uh, they robbed Brazil. Mm-hmm. So, we, we, sh- we couldn't have Workers' Party in 2018. And into talk, and the 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 right wing, the the old right, uh, didn't bring the what they what they promised. If if people throw them out, we will mm-hmm. get like the goods, and the goods didn't came. So right. they're looking for an alternative. And of course, because the right wing and the the, the extreme right wing got together to imprison Lula, mm-hmm. so so they. They didn't manage Lula to run for office because if Lula ran for office in 2018, he won. Yeah. He won. Yeah. He was really on the front. Right. But they got like this teacher, like this university teacher who was mayor of Sao Paulo, who's a very nice guy, but he's like, he's really a professor, yeah, you know? Yeah. He's like really a professor. So a professor talking with the common Brazilian sounds like a fucking university yeah. professor, a college professor, you know? It's like, yeah, he, he's not a bad guy. He's very good managing. He's a very good bureaucrat, you know? He did, like, a lot of great stuff in access to university, for uh, access to college for Brazilian people. Mm. He's, he's very good. I like him a lot. He's, like, a very intelligent guy. He ran for, for a governor and lost for a Bolsonaro guy here uh, this, in 2022 now, uh, Fernando Haddad. Uh, and he didn't manage to like, and Bolsonaro, uh, and there's this main thing, like, Bolsonaro was coming out from this different Brazil, uh, Brazil, a Brazil that was really connected with people with cell phones, that was, they were using WhatsApp, they were really, uh, they weren't like looking to the TV anymore. So the guy who's like, who is now Lula's vice president thought that, like, oh, we, I have a lot of, because <laughs> in Brazil, Electro, electoral system in Brazil is like pretty crazy. Mm. In Brazil, you don't pay for, uh, TV announcements and radio announcements on a campaign. 
the government will pay for for the for that. It's called free time, and you have uh, your time in the proportion of how many representatives you have uh, on the on the on the chamber on the House of Representatives. Because again, we we are very traumatized by the the dictatorship, right? Uh, in, in Brazil, you can like uh, you you can for a time. No, no, I don't have it, but like. You couldn't vote uh, using your uh, using a, a T-shirt with your candidate name on mm. it because it, it was it was it was called like it's something that you can do. And elections in Brazil are always on Sundays. Okay, mm. always. We don't have early vote. We have elections on Sundays mm. because it, it makes a lot of difference. Mm-hmm. Right. Because everybody have their Sunday to vote. It's easier for a lot of people. And now this year, we had like this great, great revolutionary stuff that the Supreme Court threw out and the local governments like gave it to them in the second round because they were, because <clears throat> historically Brazil is, has a mandatory vote. And so uh, only 20% don't vote. Mm-hmm. 20% of the people. You don't need to re- register because you you get your your election documents early like in life mm. because you need that for go to school and shit like that so you don't need to register you just need to go to the place where you're re- already registering to mm-hmm. and the the vote is mandatory but the fine is like 5 bu- uh, w- $1 mm-hmm. the fine if you and it, it, it it's only charged on you if you don't vote three times mm-hmm. in a row so mm-hmm. if you don't vote one time, you can vote on another, but you don't need to register. Uh, but on the other hand, you can like ha- give a right to people because that's a crime mm-hmm. during the, the vote. And there's other stuff like people can't get arrested in a Brazilian purge. People can't get arrested three days before the election and two days after the election. Uh, because, uh, Brazil, because people, in the dictatorship, people, uh, police went around and imprisoned people so they couldn't vote. Mm. You only, uh, you only can get arrested in Brazil during the, 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 this, this time frame if you're caught doing some crime. But like, uh, you cannot like, uh, a judge cannot like say, oh, uh, arrest this person. You, they can, they can have you subpoenaed or something like that. Mm. Uh, they can, uh, they can, they can issue uh, or an, a warrant or an arrest warrant in Brazil during this time frame, three days before the election and two days after the election. Mm-hmm. Because so that's the, the time of Brazilian purge. And there are some states that you, you can drink because police are worried. So you can drink during the, the, the election day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we have like this new tradition that happened this year. And I hope it will last forever that there's no public transport fares during the election that you just go over the turnstile and don't pay anything i was like fucking out of my mind going through the turnstile i i I went to vote with my girlfriend and 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 her brother like all the way down then we came back and then we came to celebrate lula's victory you know like not Mm -hmm. paying a shit for it it was like it was like really 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 great like great experience and it happened like almost all around brazil Mm -hmm. 
So that was like, uh, I hope that came as a tradition. I hope that's codified into law in Brazil. And that's can, that can be a great example. Uh, so Bolsonaro was stepped in 2018. Mm. And that was really, really, really important for his election. It was this like mental ill guy who stabbed him was right. uh, for a time affiliated on a leftist minor party called PSOL. And it was, Bolsonaro, uh, people say that Bolsonaro was almost killed. There's a conspiracy theory on Brazilian left that it was staged. Mm. That's, that, that conspiracy is like one of my favorites <laughs> that, that, that his stabbing was, was, was staged. He was stabbed just before the Independence Day. Mm. And, and he like, uh, I, I remember that day. I remember that moment because, uh, on the weekend, I just, uh, got into Bolsonaro's skin. Uh, after a debate, I, I, I just, uh, after the debate, like everybody's trying to interview the candidates and I just got him and he was like answering questions that he didn't like. He was already mm. like, uh, what, what's going on? He's already like doing this, his, his show. And I was like, president and and by them he like he had this thing with shinzo abe and like japan mm. japan is a great country president uh depsy depsy uh do you like japan do you think it's a safe country yes i like japan it's a very good country so can you can you explain for us how the civil uh the, uh, how civilians in in japan got their uh how, how they do to get to get guns because he was like very into uh, right. giving guns to people mm. here in Brazil. And he was like, Oh, you done bad. And, and, and he like, everybody got crazy and people like started to, 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 to throw their, their elbows on me. And somebody got in my face and said, Oh, you fucking faggot. Don't ask that for the president. Oh. And I was like, and, wow. and, they, and he got out and like, just went out and I was like, wow. yeah, I got into, I got into his skin. And I was like, yeah, because we already knew advice. Mm. Like a lot of people were in denial. Like, no, Bolsonaro won't, won't go away. And I always thought like, Bolsonaro is our main enemy. Yeah. We yeah. need to not have, not, not get him to the second round. We need to, to, to get him out because he is the one who, who he has like the most chances to get mm. elected. Like we, we were hoping he was not elected, but like he, he's the, he's the guy we need. But a lot of media was like treating him as a clown, mm. just like fucking Trump. You know, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, we were very desperate. Like, if Bolsonaro goes to the second round, he'll win. If Bolsonaro goes to the second round, he'll win. I was like, okay. And then, like, on the week after, I was like at Vice headquarters. I was a freelance, but like, I went there because they were my, they were my friends, and we we're getting together, like, doing it. And Bolsonaro was stabbed. Like, what? Bolsonaro stabbed? Put it on television, like. Image drop mm. was never getting started. Like, oh fuck, he'll be the next president yeah, if he doesn't right. die, and he didn't die. And what he did was like a very, very, very intelligent thing. He got out. Everybody could project their thoughts on like what will Bolsonaro be into him, mm, right? And he managed to pull out to pull out a miracle, you know. Mm. So he like uh, a lot of evangelical churches that aligned with him. Uh, got people praying for him. We need to pray for a candidate. Right. So when he didn't die, 
they thought, oh, that gave them that gave them even more more impetus and more validation that like he was exactly. he was the chosen one actually. Exactly. He became a mar- I mean, exactly. he became a martyr that didn't die, right? Exactly. <laughs> and that must be incredibly frustrating. That must be incredibly frustrating because I imagine if I was watching that shit, you know what I'm saying? I mean. We're not behind imagine the table. To, imagine that happened to Trump. Listen, bro. Listen, we, we're yeah. talking about this shit like, all right, I'm going to be careful about what I say because we're not behind the paywall. But we're talking about this shit like a week <laughs> after some dude went to Nancy Pelosi's house. And look, bro, right wing violence is bad. But look, the, at the end of the day, what I'm saying is that there's the trouble and the worry of like, and you know, I don't know how it going in the United States, but it's like, yo, if you like, you know, yeah, like you said, Hori, if it was Trump, how much more would have his fan base and his voters been galvanized, Right. So exactly. I guess what I'm saying, you know, maybe like, you know, like strike yeah, a little exactly. harder maybe next time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, oh, oh, that, 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 we always say that in Brazil. If only he turned If only he turned it a little bit, man. If only he turned tonight. If only if uh, John, what's his name? Life. John Hinckley, uh, the guy who tried to, uh, 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 let, let, let me stop talking before, before, <laughs> before we get flagged. But go ahead. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But, uh, and then Bolsonaro was like this miracle. They pulled that miracle and like he went to, to, to the second round, like, uh, ahead of, of Workers Party candidate. And, and like everybody, like uh, the, the, the elites was, were like, Oh shit. What just happened? What, what just happened with us? Like, uh, Geraldo Alckmin, which is the, the, the vice presidential candidate for Lula came in fourth and he has right. most television time, has the most money, has everything behind him. And it was like, like very little vote. And they were like mm, fucking shocked because they never thought that Brazilian Trump would go on and Brazilian Trump came. And he, and during the second round, he didn't go to any debate. He didn't appear. He just appeared in his hospital bed and saying, please, please. Pray, pray for me. Uh, the the laugh is trying to kill me. The laugh will turn Brazil in Nicazuela del Norte. You know, yeah, the, North North Nicazuela is the country that fearmonger everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Nicaragua, Venezuela, and, and North Korea. North Nicazuela is like where the the, the main scaremongering shit in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Bolsonaro came. Bolsonaro was it, it was like a nightmare, and the the, the worst the, I I think the Nadir the, the the worst part besides of course the COVID shit was the Bolivia coup because Bolivia right. coup was mm. was was like it was in twenty twenty I I remember like being like very very angry and frustrated because. I love Evo. I think Evo is one of the biggest left leaders in the world. Uh, what he did in Bolivia, it's something that was, wasn't done in the 21st century in another country. It's, it's aching to what happened in Cuba. It's right. aching what, what happened in, like Bolivia, uh, Bolivia, I don't know, Bolivia is like just Paraguay, but like we're really not, not a country that you gave me thought of. When you talk about Latin America by then, and they will turn it in like this, this great country, you know, and there's this, there was the coup. Bolsonaro supported that shit, of course. Uh, there was his backers. He probably gave guns to them. We, we, we still don't know it. I, I right. hope Lula will, will help us into that. 
uh, Evo need to flee to flee to Mexico. Right. Uh, Amlo, thank you very much, Amlo. You, I know you're batshit crazy motherfucker, <laughs> but thank you very much for what you did for Evo. And thank you, Fernandez, what you did in Argentina and, and getting Evo back when he, uh, and I remember it's just like, okay, Trump supported, Bolsonaro supported. And almost besides, besides Grandpa Bernie, almost every democratic candidate supported the shit. I remember that I, I I got into fights like, I, I went online on Twitter.com. Oh, I miss it so much. <laughs> I went online on Twitter.com just to, 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 to say that, that David Simon, to David Simon, which I'm a big fan of, that he was like a motherfucker because like how you're supporting Elizabeth Warren. She's oh, supporting a fucking coup in Bolivia. I mean, um, I mean, she, I mean, this really just reminded me of David Simon. Yeah. Really, really, really bad politics. You would think for the shows. That he does, he would have better yeah. politics. But um, actually, Amari too. I, I gotta, I gotta dip out because I have to meet up with a friend. Um, but Jorge yeah. is gonna keep going with you. Um, right. but it was, okay, it was okay. so nice to get to meet you and talk to you, man. Great to meet you, Aaron. Hope to see you. Yeah, soon. I actually was thinking, um, like we'll talk to Jorge about it. But um, hopefully to have you come back on to talk about because I never even thought about Brazil's incarceration rate, you know. And then I'm thinking about the racial dynamics in Brazil. So that's just something. Let, let's yeah, talk about I'll it. I'll be down to talk about that. Really, really. But thank cool. you so much for coming nice. on. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Aaron. Right, see you.